Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Shirley Chisholm and so many others as we work to advance the ball for everyday Americans and get stuff done because that's what Democrats do that's what our record says you can't be serious inflation now reaching its highest rate in 40 years at 9.1 percent the housing market has entered a recession People are literally clinging on to U.S. military aircrafts as they try to take off. Joe Biden is getting around with a walking boot after injuring his foot while playing with one of his dogs. He fell on Saturday and has a hairline fracture. Here in the United States, in the year 2022, parents are driving for hours to find the last remaining cans of baby formula. The U.S. economy shrinking for the second straight quarter. That means the recession is well underway. President Biden is spending the weekend in Delaware. He was out for a bike ride. He hit a, a tumble. The average price for a gallon of gas has now hit $5, according to AAA, the most expensive in history. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Washington, and we are coming on the air because the war in Ukraine has begun. U.S. President Joe Biden has stumbled and fallen several times while running up the stairs of Air Force One. We're back with the latest on the crisis at the southern border. According to Customs and Border Protection data, a record 2.76 million migrants crossed the border during the 2022 fiscal year, shattering the previous annual record. Because that's what Democrats do. Make life better for everyday Americans. Things are going to get worse before they get better. Oh my God. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, ESG, DEI, and every other acronym under the bridge, bridge, the incompetent President Joe Biden, who's also illegitimate, sitting up there with dementia with the nuclear codes. We know Ron Klain and uh, Blinken are running the White House. We have an infiltration in America. Freedom is under attack, and soon humanity potentially could be under arrest. We are fighting the good fight, getting the information out there as fast as possible as the news develops. And uh, I sound like a fucking robot sometimes. But Vince, how are you doing tonight? Oh, oh, they're not. Hold on. They're not hearing you. But now I guess I could say anything I want. Now, no, there you go. Hey. Now you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Happy December. Uh Happy December, How are you doing? everybody. Yeah, right. here we go. It's tis the season. Tis the season. It's 12. You know, do, do you know anything about uh, um, the, the prefixes of of uh, kind of like the, the months and how they Very little. Very little. Okay. Let, let me ask you this. Deck. 
DEC. We have a decimal system, right? Mm. Deck represents what? I don't know. Ten. Okay. What about NOV? N-O-V. Just, I couldn't just, tell you. Just go backwards. Oh, I guess it's nine. Oct. Okay, eight. Seven. do this. Seven. So uh. so why is December the 12th month? Ooh. Why is December the 12th month? Why is September, seven, eighth yeah. month? The ninth month. Ninth. Because there's a missing month. Because there's actually 13 months. <laughs> Maybe that's a topic for discussion tomorrow night on Conversation. Yeah, dude, Fringe. because I need to learn this. What's going on here? There's there's multiple different calendars being used, and mm. they, they got rid of a month. Hmm. I wonder if it has anything to do with the time sequence of how our brains, bodies, minds, and emotions sync up with the natural cyclic action of the Maybe, universe. dude. You know... I don't know if you saw my Twitter post yesterday, but uh, I, I, I like I tend to like kind of just go in my own mind and try to find arguments to things, right? Okay. Like imagine myself debating with somebody over a topic and then trying mm. to argue it. Yeah. And this is something I saw and and I had to put this out there, okay? And it was in response to someone else's post, but I didn't respond to it. But okay. I said this on Twitter. I said, gender is a law of nature. I don't see birds, plants, and trees changing their gender. They know what they are. The fact that humans are having the psychological conundrum tells us something has entered the environment to influence that behavior and it's not natural. Ah, that makes sense to me. And I did see this and I liked it. Well, also think about it like this. Is, is These people will come out there and they'll tell you, well, there, there's fish and animals in nature that mm-hmm. will mutate into the opposite sex. Right? Sure, yeah. And, Frogs, fish. Absolutely. Seahorse. And then they'll say, and a certain amount of human beings are born hermaphrodite. And it's the same conceptualization as what we're talking. Well, hold on. No, no, not at hold all. on. But why does the birds, the fishes, the plants do that? To procreate. <gasps> the procreate. It's a natural, environmentally derived function from nature itself to sustain the balance within the ecosystem. Yeah, except dolphins. I think dolphins are the only other animal who are essentially perverts and have sex for pleasure, like humans. Right. But what I'm trying to show Maybe people monkeys. is that gender is a natural law. It's a natural function, mm-hmm. right? And so if anybody's like, well, you know, I, you know, the birds and the bees can do it, then I can do it. Well, why don't you go out and sit outside and see if nature genetically alters you? Then it's okay. Then great, <laughs> fine, have fun with it. Yeah. But, you know, I was also looking at it today in the sense that we, we cannot argue the biological aspect of this. I, I think that that argument is just dead on the spot for simply what I just said, is that gender is a fundamental law of nature. It is expressed in everything, everywhere in the universe. True. And that nature, if it has a resonant field, uh, um, a homeostasis to maintain, it will rebalance various species in that environment 
to maintain that homeostasis that's still deriving from the natural law. So here's the thing, is since it's not biological in nature or natural, what is it? It's a set of ideas and concepts, is it not? It's... It's nothing more than a political ideology, but we can just call it a gender ideology. Sure. But if it's a gender ideology, do we conform laws, rewrite the foundations of constitutions of nations because of political ideologies? No. Mm -hmm. Do we do it because of religious ideologies? No. No. Why the hell are we going to do it for gender ideologies? And if it's a gender ideology... That means it's protected under the First Amendment, both for and against. As in, people can go out there and they can be whoever they want to be. But guess what? I don't give a shit who you think you are. Yeah, it's people have the freedom to do what they want and keep us out of it. It's the same thing with religion. If, If you want to be a Mormon... Go ahead and be a Mormon. Don't force me to be a Mormon because I have the same rights as you and I want to be X, Y, Z, right? So same thing with gender stuff. Do whatever you want. You know, I might say you're a weirdo and that's not hateful. It doesn't come from a hateful place. Um, But I might say that person doesn't doesn't match my what? Do what thou shalt. Mm. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? I think that's the Balenciaga. Uh, well, that thing is that was the motto around. of a spiritual ideology known as what people call Thelma or the Lima, which okay. was developed by Aleister Crowley. Okay, right. It's also the main tenet of modern day Luciferianism and Satanism. Yeah. Hmm. More precisely, there. Hmm. Mm hmm. Alistair Crowley. Mr. Crowley. (laughs) Lucas, I want to see that meme. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this week has been a lot of like, you know, we're not so much going over the news as we're kind of just talking about the issues. Well, yeah, it's been a really psychological kind of week where there is news happening, but I feel like from the front of... The psychological psychological aspect and uh, control is really driving the narrative. And talking about things, it's good because we need to have these conversations. You know, I didn't sit down with anybody and have these deep conversations today yet. So I'm looking forward to getting into it. uh, I I, I as well. And, you know, I like like sometimes just taking a break from the minutiae and talking about things and really extrapolate out of the thoughts. That's when I get really creative. I start writing. I've already started writing. But I uh, I happened to catch someone actually, uh, Mark from the platform, sent this to me. And uh, I, I like Jordan Sather. I don't have anything against okay. Jordan Sather. Um, I actually, I just, I just emailed him a little while ago. But mm-hmm. he came out and did a video. It's about a, uh, it's about, how long is this? 16 minutes long. It's a 16 okay. minute long video exposing SG Anon. Now, this is interesting because we talked about this at the beginning of the oh. week, right? Yes. And I, this I is was, a new commentator. 
So yeah, he shows up lane. unexpectedly um, on True Social and Rumble, and hey guys, I'm SGI Anon. Goes out there, starts talking about inside information, having people oh. and the intelligence, all this stuff. Sources. Um, Jordan Sather goes out there and uh, basically breaks it down and potentially exposes who this guy is. Oh wow! So, like I've been saying. And and listen, I've been yell I've been raising the red flag on this guy too. Okay, okay. Since the beginning, I said, uh, eh, full of shit. You know, look at the 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 flagpole that keeps on moving, right? Yeah. What did Jordan say? So Jordan basically, uh, do you know who Phil Godlewski is? I do, and he's terrible. He he is terrible. He's just nothing but a grifter. He he just yeah. goes out there and, and spews absolute garbage and bullshit, real raw news. He's mm-hmm. like what Derek Johnson and stuff, right? Yeah, he'll he'll do an hour long stream and then delete it right after because he doesn't want people to clip it. Yeah. So the first person who started sharing all SGN on stuff, Phil Godlewski. Interesting. So Phil Godlewski was basically sharing all this stuff. So Jordan Sather goes out there and apparently found out who what this guy's name was, looked him up, and he happens to be a, a person who used to be in this community a long time ago who was a massive grifter, a, wow. a narc, someone who ratted people out, okay? Wow. And just a really shitty person in a sense. A trash person. Right. Yeah. And we don't know if it is this person, but potentially okay. it is this person. Now, what Jordan did is he took audio clips of the dude from his old show that he had and SG Anon, and they they match up perfectly. Wow! So I, I'm I'm on board with Jordan on who this dude is. Now, mm-hmm. what I would tell people is, if you like listening to him, you like listening to him. Cool, great, ha- have fun with that. Right? Sure. Never believe anything anybody says, no matter who they are. Unless you can prove it with your own research, with your own investigation. If someone is out there claiming, my inside sources in the intelligence or the military are saying this, 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 and this, that is a major red flag. Unless that person is, you know, Major Prather, General Flynn, you know, some of these people. Yeah, even then, you know, if somebody says that on this Friday, I have intelligence from from sources, great sources, that XYZ is going to happen and it happens, okay, that's different. When it's just a nobody who continually is wrong, maybe not, I don't want to say a nobody because, oh. you know, these have, they're people, they have big followings and they do work and uh, they're constantly wrong. It's, I think that's what you're getting at. Well, and, he's also a flat earther. Yeah, I know. I, um, I know. And I don't know if you see my true social today, but I'm getting hammered by flat earthers. Not hammered. Uh, they're, they're just they're just spamming the shit out of me. Like they're good people. I if mean, a helicopter flies for 12 hours in the same spot, what does it land? <laughs> like, do you understand relative motion within a closed system? I mean, do do you understand the laws of physics? Oh, they're all lying to us. NASA lied to us. Look at this document of linear motion of aircraft. Um, yeah, that's what they do in design purposes for computer models to actually develop it. Because in a computer model, you're developing a one-dimensional construct. So you have to develop it on a linear plane and not a three-dimensional plane because that's how you get the laws to work. Because it's a computer program. I want to see Phil interview Dave. 
Flat Earth Dave. Oh, God. I don't know. I, I just, just I don't like talking crap about other people on this show. They're, people know. They're all, I'm sure they're. I good like people. Flat Earth Dave. I think Flat Earth. Listen, Me too. Listen, I think Flat Earth, but I think Flat Earth Dave knows the truth. I think so. Just imagine that dynamic, though, is all I'm, all I'm yeah. thinking in my head. So, Flat Earth Dave, I think he knows the truth. I think he knows that he's full of shit, but he has to continue going because, well, honey. And then you have, you know, these these other grifters in the truth movement. They got to keep on going because of money. And then they all collaborate together and they basically get the majority of people and let them. You know what? That's fine. If people want to follow that, if people want to be blind sheeps and follow that nonsense, that garbage, the, the, the absolute ludicrous ideas and concepts that these people put out there that have absolutely no factual basis whatsoever, go right ahead. And that's great. But here's the thing is when this really does unravel, when things become, when things start becoming what they actually are, those people are going to be in for a fucking wake-up call. That's the problem. And listen, you can you can believe whatever you want to believe. That's the beautiful thing about being a human being with having a free mind under the action of your own discipline is you can go out there and you can investigate research, you can think, you can you can believe whatever you want to believe, and that's okay. You can listen to whoever you want to listen to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, understand that through empirical evidence, we can look at things, observable evidence, through observable things, we can look at things and determine conclusions, and then we can make predictions, and based upon that empirical evidence, those predictions become truthful, or not truthful. That's yeah. how we operate here. That's what we do here. We watch the narrative. We watch the news. We look at the empirical data that is coming in. We make predictions. We analyze. Were we right or were we wrong? Okay, well, that means that this this, and this was wrong. So then we got to, right? Like, that's how we operate here. And, and we've, been, we've been good. But here's the other thing. Is most people have not. Like, I'm not going to name names, but... People out there are just putting garbage out there to keep that following moving forth. And I can't stand it. So I'm glad that Jordan Sather did that. I'm glad he called this guy out. And I hope people wake up that, you know, these people that are getting hundreds of thousands and millions of views on videos because they're promising the world Trump's still president, commander in chief, and he's going to be placed back in the power and all this stuff. It's absolute garbage. If, if Trump was commander in chief, trust me, he would have done something by now. It's just not plausible. It's not possible. Does he have factions in the military that are loyal to him? Yeah, absolutely. Just like Bolsonaro in Brazil has factions that are loyal to him. And the military right now is siding with Bolsonaro, which yeah. is really cool. Really good what's happening in Brazil. Oh, I was, yeah, I was reading that this morning with Andrea. So fantastic. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I was saying, are, is, are they going to be the last bastion of freedom in the world? My gosh. Well, so Bolson, so for everybody who doesn't know, um, Bolsonaro has basically went and said that, hey, this is BS of what's happening. Um, they're trying to steal the election. Lulu is a convicted felon. And according to the Brazilian Constitution, a convicted felon cannot run for president. Um, they challenged the election and the head Supreme Court justice voted in favor of Lulu. Just so happens that the head Supreme Court justice is his friend and appointed by Lulu. They're 
And the people are calling for them to be yeah. ousted as and well. And so they, they called for the military to take action, and the military came out and sided with Bolsonaro. Now, under Article 5 of the Brazilian Constitution, the military is actually the intermediary between disputes on election candidates. So they have jurisdiction. So they have jurisdiction. Essentially. So we're, we're going to see some sparks fly. Holy um, moly. I, I want to get into this a little bit. Where, What's where this? Was it? Well, there's a few things. Yeah, a couple things happened today, huh? Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> things. Well, we can we can talk about the obvious, right? Sure. I mean, any any speed you want to go, any order. Uh, I'll just transition to this one. Good with me. This is uh, an article right here about Kanye West. Kanye West deems himself the modern day prophet, calling himself the new Moses. <laughs> Q post 4964, be aware of false prophets. I am not a prophet. You are not a prophet. We are not prophets. Focus on the mission. Now, interesting, isn't it? That is very interesting. Kanye shows up to a lunch with Donald Trump. Right. With Nick Fuentes, who's a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's openly kind of, he's sarcastically racist. Right. He does it on purpose to basically get people to. Attention. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, we know how the optics look. And then Milo, I don't think there's really too much wrong with Milo, but uh, then Kanye, right? So this basically creates a stir. Now, the Balenciaga Balenciaga stuff was occurring at the same time that Kanye went to visit Donald Trump. Now, if you remember, he posted a picture of them flying to Florida. In the jet, yeah, that's right. What boots did he have on, Kanye? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. That's right. When he was on his way to go see um, uh, Tim Pool, what boots did he have? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Okay. So for those who don't know, Ye or Kanye went on Alex Jones today. Let's play this video and then I'm going to describe what you're actually seeing here. Oh, you can't hear it. Sorry. Hold on. I got to switch this over. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that. Invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Okay, so that's yay talking about Hitler. and He's wearing this mask. Now, at first, I thought maybe he was just doing, like, a dichotomy play. Is that, you know, the left can go out there, they can hang pictures of Mao in their bedrooms and talk about Mao and Marxism in China and praise Xi, right? But yet, anytime that someone on the, the right says, you know, Hitler, oh my God, you're a Nazi, right? I thought he was doing this play. He's not. I had this thought yesterday, and I wanted the the really kind of dig into it to see if... I was correct on this, and and today he can fucking confirmed it for me. He confirmed it for me. So, 
you know, if you notice, Ye's wearing this black mask, which is kind of fucking odd, right? Okay, seven uh, about an hour ago, Ye posted this chat conversation. He said, "It's from Demna, Demna, okay, Demna. What would you like me to say?" Kanye says, "Stop, Demna. Hate, love." And then Demna says, "Love cures everything. Love Demna. Jesus loves everyone. God is love." Okay. Now, who's Demna? Oh, I know who Demna is. This is a quote from Demna. I no longer think about making the industry understand. I just do it. Balasianja boss Demna boasted about his power before child imagery scandal. As insiders say, he's too big for his britches and must have signed off on uh, creepy shoots. He's the head designer of Balasianja who authorized the release of those pedophilic images. Okay, well, let's go to this little article right here about it. At Blasianga's creative director since 2015, Demna Gafsalia wears a black fabric full-faced mask, especially when being photographed. What was Kanye wearing? Okay. These people are culty, right? Okay. Ye has lost what? The majority of his sponsorships. Losing all of his money. What's he been wearing? Balenciaga. What did he wear today? A mask representing his buddy Demna. Okay? Now, Ye is controlled. He's controlled opposition. He's a false prophet. Now think about this. What has he just done with the information pertaining to Donald Trump meeting with Nick Fuentes and Ye and now Alex Jones and Ye with the Hitler comments. The magician's trick. There you go. Left hand, right hand. Nobody is now nobody's talking about Balenciaga. All the distraction is on Alex Jones in Nazi Germany and Hitler and Ye is a Ye Kanye is a Nazi. He's talking about Hitler. Oh, shit. Vince is muted. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Test, test. Everybody's arguing today about Hitler, right? And the Jews and everything. That's right. And so Kanye now comes out as, you know, an anti-Semite, as a Holocaust denier. He's coming out there pro-Hitler. Okay, so what does this do? Basically, what just happened is Kanye just entered the... By the way, he bought Parler. Yes. He bought Parler. The Republican Party the last few months, but then what? Trump. Yay. Elon. We control free speech. All of a sudden, Yay comes out wearing a, a, a cult brand, Balenciaga's boots, Representing a mask, wearing wearing a mask, representing their lead designer who approved the pedophilic images, who's a friend of his, went ahead and showed that, oh, this guy loves Jesus. That guy doesn't love yeah, Jesus. but he's Christian. Right, but he's Christian. So, yay, Kanye is under the influence of these people. I'm telling you, he is an agent working for them. This was all a distraction. Now they have completely... Dude, Trump just had lunch with Kanye. Kanye comes out today and says Hitler's a good dude. Now that's associated with Trump. 
What do you think the media is going to be having a heyday over for the next two weeks? It's going to be nothing but Kanye, Trump, Nick Fuentes, Alex Jones, Nazis, and the Holocaust. Absolutely. You're right. And this is part of the psychological warfare game that they orchestrate. We literally just talked about this earlier this week. And here it is. Full, full, you're seeing it in action. And, and see, here's the thing. Is my filters were up. I saw. I saw the boots. I go, those are Balenciaga boots. I, I saw, yeah, wearing a mask. Why the fuck is he wearing a mask? I did a search. Boom. I see the text message. Boom. Right there. So what's happening here? They have infiltrated this movement. They are now working to discredit the leaders of this. Alex Jones, Tim Poole, Donald Trump. See, Tim Pool, you know why Kanye walked out of Tim Pool? For the headline? He knew he wasn't going to get him. Tim was too smart. Tim wouldn't take the bait like Alex Jones did. Huh. He just discredited. All these Republicans who basically talked to Kanye or anything like that, they're going to be under... What did Mitch McConnell come out two days ago? If Donald Trump comes out there and has lunch with someone who's an anti-Semite and a racist, he's never going to be president. Yeah, that's a great impression. It yeah, a good, good impression, point. wasn't it? <laughs> but but <laughs> that's my Mitch McConnell. He had to get the he had to get the cheeks in there to start moving a little bit. But but here's the thing. Why did McConnell come out and say that? All of a sudden Kanye comes out on Alex Jones today and like, oh fucking Hitler is a good dude, man. Oh yeah, the Holocaust Boom. The psyop comes from the top of the political it's structure. a sign up. it's a psychological yeah. warfare operation to begin discrediting and what you're gonna see is you're gonna start seeing this all over the place throughout this community people are gonna start going on people's shows and speaking shit bringing them into the spotlight and labeling them as such bringing them down and it's gonna come out in aspects of disinformation misinformation propaganda yeah. all this stuff wow dude great breakdown of that because i was not on that page and i think you are spot on wow i'm spot on Holy smokes here we go holy crap what's that i told you so button oh do we need an i told you so? dude that Why would not? be that's a great shirt idea it's a button that just goes i told you so <laughs> <laughs> we need to make the pinko shirt we do okay we can work on that tonight all right wow dude you're so right on that. So, I mean, I, I got to think about it in the sense of what Kanye right now, right? What did what did his trainer tell him? And by the way, you go oh. back to the trainer stuff, all that. That was all a setup. Nobody's oh, talking about it. It was his all trainer. a setup. He was coming out there, bringing him, getting himself validation within the movement. Oh my God, Kanye's a victim. Yeah. Oh, well, psychological warfare. Oh, Hollywood is as really dark and mean as we all thought. So his trainer, the Canadian who worked for the Canadian government mm-hmm. with psychological operations, told him that they're going to put him on meds and take his take kids over, away. Take his kids away. Yeah. Yeah. And huh. he's lost over $10 billion in the last few years because of all this. Okay. Understand this. Hmm. So he lost all of his... Top sponsors. Yeah. 
And Balenciaga comes in there and goes, hey, look, we're having some problems. We need some help. Eh, I'll take the, I'll take the attention away from you and put it on somebody else. Put it on myself for a while. I'm a controversial figure. Wild. Yeah, dude. Okay. False prophets. Well, false prophets. And and look at, isn't it interesting that Q comes out just days ago and talks about it? Yeah, like it was foreseen or as it was unfolding, they knew. Yep, beware of false prophets. I'm not a prophet. You're not a prophet. We are not prophets. Focus on the mission. And, And here's the thing is there's many of them running amok within this movement. And I, I never thought to be the one to call these people out. I just don't give a shit anymore. I just, if anybody's like, you know, you, you need to look back at Derek Johnson's different. Dude, I've sat here on this show and went to the foundational tenet of his theory and showed you why it's wrong. Yeah. If that one thing falls away, the rest of his theory is all bullshit. There's only a 13 cannon salute. No, it was 21. You just didn't watch the whole video, you fucking idiot. Like, I just can't. So there's lots of false prophets in this movement. If you think I'm one, fine. I don't give a shit. Okay. I am here just to wake people up. I'm not here to be a prophet. I'm not here to be glorified or worshipped or any of this fucking shit. I don't care about being popular. What I care about is informing people with arming people with the truth and the tools to know the fucking difference. That's what I care about. I've understood for a long time, I've studied this stuff for a very long time, that you know what? You know how you become successful in life? You know how you have a long life? You know how you you become um, healthy in life and happy in life? How? Service to others. Mm-hmm. That's it. Service to others. What does that mean? There's Impacting a sin- other people's lives. Right. Well, it's like the law of attraction stuff, but it's way more complex in understanding. But I can bring about a good analogy for everybody out there to understand this. Okay? I call it the doors of opportunity. Right? If I go out there in my life and I decide to take my first step, I open one, I have one big door of opportunity. Right? I open that door of opportunity and I start going down it. The first thing that happens, I get kicked in the balls. I start pushing forward. I get punched in the stomach. Most people, by the time they get kicked in the balls and punched in the stomach, they close the door and they go to the next door. They open that door. They get kicked in the balls. They go to the next door. We know these people. They're fucking losers. They're all over the place. They live in grandma's basement. They sit on the computer, smell all their farts, right? This is what they do. But some people, they progress. They go through that first door, they get kicked in the balls, they get punched in the stomach, and they get a very, very small reward that doesn't seem worthy of the journey they just went through. They just went through this long, tumultuous journey, getting punched and kicked and spit on, but they learned a ton of valuable lessons, but they got this small reward. But you know, the next day they wake up and they have two doors of opportunity. So now they get to choose which door they go through. And they open up a door and they go through it and they get kicked and they go, huh, that wasn't as bad as the first time. They get punched. They go, that didn't hurt as bad as the first time. And they go through all these obstacles and they go, man, I'm glad I went through that first door because it taught me everything I needed to know to go through this door. And then they go to the end and they get a, a reward that's just a little bit bigger than the last reward, but more satisfying. The next day they wake up 
there's four doors. They open up a door, they go through it. Same thing, trials and tribulations. They utilize the lessons from the previous two doors to get themselves through this. They get through it faster than ever before. And at the end of this door, an even bigger reward. And this keeps on happening over and over and over throughout your life. And I'm going to use Jeff Bezos as an example because I don't. I think he's an elitist. But yeah. also, Jeff Bezos is the prime example of what I'm talking about here because it doesn't matter if you're good or evil. Okay? Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you're Jeff Bezos. And you wake up in the morning. And when your phone rings or an email comes in, that yeah. choice or decision, which will take you less than a second to do, will earn you millions upon billions of dollars and has the potential to change the world instantaneously simply by replying back, yes. And you know what? Jeff Bezos is the perfect example for this because look at videos from Jeff of Jeff Bezos from decades ago, and he's just this like ugly nerd who is like a nothing burger, right? right. And now he's buff, he is better looking, he's filthy rich, and like you said, he has tons of influence at his fingertips. But see, here's the beautiful thing, is that journey forth, those doors that you go through, you're providing service to others. What did Jeff Bezos do to why the universe rewarded him so much? He disciplined himself. No? What was his original goal when he started Amazon? Spread information. Why did he name it after Make a forest? I don't know. Because it was a bookstore. He yes. wanted to put books in the hands of everybody in the world. Yes, he did. You know how many books that Jeff Bezos sells every year through Amazon that get into the oh. hands of people all throughout this world? Probably billions, billions, I would guess. Yeah. Now, what does a book do to a person? Changes them. It- Changes them, them, frees them, them allows them to grow, gives them growth, new ideas, concepts. It enlightens them. Yeah. They're they're developing themselves through the services he's providing. So they go out there and they, so it's like this energy, right? I put this energy out there. I put these words out there. Someone takes those words and goes, oh my God, these are changing my life. You go out there, you better your life. You share those words with other people. And what happens? They go out there and change people. That produces a karmic influx, an influence of karma. That feeds back. It's a biofeedback loop. So for every action you do, there's a feedback loop in the universe. So if I, boom, smack the table, the universe is feeding back into my smack, okay? So if I put knowledge in somebody's hand that's going to benefit them, that's going to feed back to me. But now think about that person who takes that book and shares it with someone else or shares that knowledge with someone else and they grow. Now that feeds back to them and then Jeff Bezos. And he has this karmic influence that comes back to him at all points. That's why I do this. I do this because that is the way. That is how the universe operates. That is the biofeedback loop of humanity, of consciousness. That if we put good out there, if we if we do and help and guide people, if we give them the knowledge, the truth, and the information, there's no fucking reason to lie. If we do that, the doors of opportunity will open. And I can tell you within my own life, it, it happens. It works. It, it This is how it operates. And that's a magician. This is magic. 
That's all magic is. It's aligning my thoughts, my ideas, my concepts, my imagination, my intentions aligned with my attention towards that which I desire, that which I want to bring about in my life. But doing it with gratitude with that which we're influencing, with the, with okay. the intention of bettering the environment that we are in. There you go. That's the secret of life awesome. for the night. <laughs> but listen, it just there's no reason to lie. There's no reason to bullshit people. There's no reason them. Okay, guys, Trump's going to be inaugurated on March 25th, and 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 this is what's going to happen, and 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 there's gonna. There's no reason to lie. Okay. I'm simply telling you exactly what I think believe and understand when i look at the news when i see what's happening in the world i put it together i wrap it out i pearl string that shit and i throw it out there and i say this is what's going on and we've been fairly accurate there's no reason to blow smoke up i don't need to sit here and go hold on i'm getting intel from my secret intelligence source oh they called me from the nscia Mm -hmm. dhs department room six floor nine and said that Looks like Q is going to have coffee with me tonight. Like, what the fuck? Are people that gullible? Some. And that's fine. Be gullible. That's your own plight. But here's the thing. In the coming weeks, months, and years, as this world progresses, those who are sitting there relying on hope, those who are sitting there relying on someone else to save them, those who are not active within their own mind of understanding how what is happening, how it's unraveling, what's going on and not prepping, they're going to be left behind. Not only left behind, they're going to be in danger of so much more. They're going to be incredibly unprepared for what is coming down the road. Because I can tell you right now, we are coming to the crossroads. That's something I want to talk about tomorrow too. We are coming to the crossroads. And I don't know if you know who's at the crossroads, but it ain't a dude with a smiley face. No. We are coming to that meeting with evil itself. We are coming to that point in our civilization where a decision's going to have to be made on a, a consensus, a consciously consensus basis, a conscious majority basis. Of which way are we going to go? Are we going to resist tyranny? Are we going to resist the, the oppression, the boot of the totalitarians, the fascist? Are we going to resist and push back? Or are we going to take a knee and acquiesce to their authority and power, which they never had in the first place? That's where we're headed right now. And those people who are waiting for something to come out of the sky. Those people who are relying on hope, those people who think that Trump is going to do something or that maybe magically the military is going to intervene at some point. And I've said this. I do believe that there's loyalists in the military. I do believe that there's probably a special access program going on in the military. But here's the thing is I don't think that they have enough power to do what we need them to do. That's why they need us. That's why we have to be ready and prepared. But here's the thing. If you're sitting back waiting for that to happen and you're out there spreading... You know, JFK is 107 or the truth is whatever the shit is. 
If you don't have any substantiation of evidence, I'm sorry to tell you, then it's probably bullshit. If there is no substantiation of that evidence, if there is no empirical data to support those theories, it's bullshit. I, like, I'll look at the, uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the Avengers of Baron Trump. I'll look at that. Why? Because there's yeah. empirical data that suggests that this shit is, is quite real, right? That, that there's something going on here. This isn't mere coincidence. You know, it's quite interesting. Uh, Drudge Report had an article today on coincidences. Cool. It, well, it, it is kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. I, I want to pull the article up because I'm going to basically demolish it if I don't. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay, strange coincidences. So here's the article, okay? Strange coincidences are they fluke events or acts of God. Now, Dr. Bernard Beitman, okay, he studied this for a very, very long time in his life. And he comes to find out that most coincidences are basically influenced by the environment, by social media, by media, by propaganda, um, by people around you, by deja vus, things you've seen, these types of things. But he comes out and basically says there's nothing, there's nothing crazy about coincidences. Now, here's the thing. And this is, I guess this is a coincidence. It's irony. It's irony. In February 1973, Dr. Bernard Beitman found himself hunched over a kitchen sink in an old Victorian house in San Francisco, choking uncontrollably. He wasn't eating or drinking, so there was nothing to cough up. And yet for several minutes, he couldn't catch his breath or swallow. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next day, his brother called to tell him that 3,000 miles away in De Wilmington, Delaware, their father died. He had bled into his throat, choked on his own blood at the same time Beitman's mysterious episode. So this dude's dad died by choking on his own blood in his throat. And at the same time, his son, 3,000 miles away, was choking on his blood. Wow. This guy decides to research coincidences, comes out and says, there's nothing special about them. They're just... But yet that event happened to him. Isn't that irony? Yeah. But here's the thing, is I think we all understand that coincidences are synchronicities within the universe. Is that basically actions, events, um, influences, the, the movement of the universe overlaps at various points. It overlaps at various points. That overlapping is what we call a coincidence. That overlapping is two uncorrelated things correlating directly within the fabric of time and space. That's kind of how I look at it. Oh, man, this wine is good. Yeah, you guys got me drinking so much these days. All right. Whew. Man, that was, that was a good, what, 45 minutes? Holy shit. Yeah. Why can't I do that anywhere else? What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> like... I don't uh, probably because of the different dynamics no nobody else will let me talk yeah that's what I'm saying everybody, everybody <laughs> wants to talk over me I've been on shows where they won't let me talk that's craziness you yeah, know that's weird, not right it? Yeah. it is there's a weird dynamic with shows but then when I, then they let me talk it's just like bah! and then they have to interject hold on hold on I want to comment on that all right. 
How has Senate negotiators agreed to add $45 billion to Biden's defense budget? The policy bill will authorize a total of $847 billion for national defense for fiscal year 2023 if both chambers agree. I think they're both going to be on it. Well, I mean, hey, did you hear that we could uh, we can embezzle money out of the Pentagon? They just lost $2, billion, $2 trillion. They have no clue where any of that money goes. Dude, give them $848 billion. <laughs> Throw some back in our pocket. Oh, great idea. Yeah. That $45 billion is all that pork spending going right back to the Democrats. That's 2024 election. Jeez. You're right. Tim Pool wouldn't let me talk. So I think it was the Wall Street Journal or CNBC. Uh, CNBC and the Wall Street Journal got a hold of San Bankman Freed. And they let him talk, and he came out, and he goes, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. It was it was all a lot of mistakes, much 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 accidents, accidents definitely definitely accidents." Yeah, he's mm. fucking Rain Man. Um, this guy should be in jail. Yeah, he's he's the next Ken Lay or Bernie Madoff. He should be in fucking jail. He ten billion dollars of people's money gone. No, no, you hear? You want to know what the fucked up thing is about this? Hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What is the more concerning question? <laughs> why did he steal the people's money, and why isn't he okay. in jail? Or let me ask you this one: Where the fuck is the money? That's $10 billion. Where is it? How do you distribute that? Where did it go? Who, if he lost, who won? Right? He was out there playing the derivatives market. If he lost... Somebody won. Who won? That's... I don't know, dude. That's... The real question. And by the way, Don Maggot just said it. SBF has immunity. You're absolutely right. You want to know what the SBF FTX crash was? What? It was a planned event by the globalists to usher in regulation, crash Bitcoin, and start CBDs, CBDCs. That's why it happened exactly at the same time the CBDC rollout to get everybody uh, to get everybody looking at cryptocurrencies, unregulated markets. Oh my God, these unregulated crypto markets. We can't, look, he just stole $10 billion. But wait, wait, hold on. Same time we got CBDCs. These are central bank regulated. These things are good. They're going to do good for the world. <laughs> Same time that this shit's happening, we got central bank yeah. digital currencies. You can have this. We'll program it so you can buy a car. Oh, that sounds like a great idea, Martha. Yeah. Oh, let's go buy a car. Put your gas tokens in. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, there's no fucking coin, people. The reason they did it, Gary Ginsler comes out today, the head of the SEC, and says what? Oh, those people in the crypto markets better better be ready to accept Crypto regulation. Yep. And FTX took the fall. They embezzled the money. They lost to the powerful banks, the globalists, because you know BlackRock ain't losing $248 million, right? They, they, they sold that money off. That was calculated losses they did on purpose. 
on purpose. And whoever got that money, they still got that money. And they've been utilizing to fund all this shit that's going around the world. And SBF had immunity from the fucking get-go. It's wild stuff, dude. Wild stuff. And how about this? FTX, pedophilia. We're talking about mm-hmm. the symbology. We're talking about them being utilized as a basically a financial institution to launder money for criminal organizations, including cartels. And at the same yeah. time, the Balasienga stuff comes out. Their, their pedo networks are alive and well. Oh, yeah. Probably... They've, I think they've really put the pedal on the gas. Nope, there it is right there. It's the last two years. Yep. Zero Edge. Banking elites are using crypto bloodbath and FTX to fraud to justify CBDCs. Yeah, and it was all planned. Exactly. It was all planned. They did it on purpose. And, and I saw, what is his freaking name? He's a YouTuber. He's a, he's like a squirmy little fuck, you know? Uh Forget his name. He's like one of the Bitcoin guys, but um, uh, I don't know. He's a he's a piece of shit. He scammed everybody out of Bitcoin and telling them it was going to go up when it was really doing down, taking opposite positions on all of his audience, and they didn't care. They just like we want more of your bullshit. Anyways, he came out and he goes, Bitcoin has hit bottoms. Time to buy. He goes, if Bitcoin doesn't hit a hundred thousand dollars in the next ten days, I'm deleting my Twitter. And the reason he wants to do that is probably because he's under investigation for defrauding people and it's all in his tweets. So he wants to delete it. I don't know. But anyways, I'm like, dude, Bitcoin has not seen its bottom. Bottom's going, yep, Carl the Moon. Thank you, Don Mega. Carl the Moon, piece of shit. But Bitcoin is going to go, I would say, between nine to 14,000 bottom. It's a big range, but nine to 14,000 bottom. Wow. <clears throat> yep. Considering where it was a couple years ago, that's insane. But here's the thing is, back in June of this year, we were warned by massive economists around the world that the majority of the Fortune 500 companies are going to begin severe layoffs by the end of the year. Yeah. It's happening. But then you have, I was talking to Kirk Elliott about this the other day. Yeah, what's he you saying? You have increasing GDP, 2.3% GDP growth, which is just nothing but fudged fucking numbers it ain't real people inflation's coming down the price the price of gasoline now is less than it was at the beginning of the ukraine conflict rocky gumby anybody is it gumby is it oh everybody oh Uh, no rocky the raccoon rocky the raccoon oh so when i was a little kid on saturday night cartoons captain kangaroo i used to try to mimic all the voices nice i just voice actor Hi, everybody. But anyways, um, so CNN boss informs everybody that layoffs are underway. Amazon's laying off over 56,000 people. Yikes. Walmart's laying off over like, what, 10, 15,000 people? I'm not sure the exact figure, but yeah, all these major companies are going at it all at the same time. And uh, you talk about the U.S. GDP growth going up according to their fudged numbers, the global GDP, if we had that chart, I guarantee you it's just absolutely in free fall. But this is what people need to understand is that the system is only stable when they want it to be. They control the heartbeat of the system and it's only stabilized right now because they don't need a crisis. 
They're not ready to usher in their digital currencies and they don't need a crisis. But when they do, it's going to be there. But what's going to happen right now is you have all these companies and corporations making layoffs. If the economy is doing so good, if there's GDP growth, why are all these companies losing jobs? It's a damn lie. That's right. It's a damn lie. And here's some more signs of the times. Bank of America warns that U.S. economy will start to lose 175,000 jobs a month during quarter one of 2023. Expects a hard landing rather than a softer one. Let's play a game. Fake news, real news. Is it going to be worse or is it going to be not as bad as they say? Well, I, I talked about the bullwhip the other day, right? Yeah. Where people base essentially before the pandemic, people had about five hundred dollars in their savings. Now people have zero. Okay, do you want to know how bad it is? Look, look, look at this one. Hardship withdrawals from four hundred one k's reach concerning all time highs, says Vanguard. So yeah, the troubling thing about this is what it does. Is the what the consequences of this are huge, and that is there's less money for them to invest and create out of thin air. Well, you got to remember how hardship withdrawals work. Oh shit! Explain. So for four hundred one k's, you can do a loan up to seventy five percent of your four hundred one k loan to you, mm-hmm. which means that your funds stay invested and they just loan you the money, but you pay the interest back to yourself. Right. And you can do hardship hardship withdrawals like that as well. So it's buying time. Right, but you don't have to pay the taxes on it as income. Right. Here's the problem with that. Who is loaning that money out? I don't know, banks. Fidelity, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, whoever's the holder of that 401k. It's only so liquid is what you're saying. It's only so liquid. Yeah, if everybody did it, they'd run out. And everybody's doing it. Now, here's the thing is if you're out there and you're looking at your 401k going, hey, dude, I was just about to do that. If you're going to do that to your 401k, what I would recommend doing is calling Kirk Elliott. And if you're going to do $50,000 out of your 401k, go to Kirk Elliott and buy gold and silver. I'm telling you. You're going to fucking thank me later. I got purple mouth. I'm drinking wine. All right. Let's go into Battle of the Streams. Battle of the Streams is a way you guys can help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. I thank everybody for for donating and helping us out. There's also another way to donate, and that is uh, redpills.tv, redpills.tv slash go. That's our Give, Send, Go campaign. You can also just go to givesendgo.com slash redpills. PQuest gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, PQuest. I don't recall 22 donated one lemon. RPG3573 donated two lemons and another two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG3573. And I don't recall 22. Me, Brenda, donated two ice cream. And thank you so much, me, Brenda. Gump, $1 on Rumble. No, we are not going to resist. We believe in law and order. Okay, wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Love you too, Gump. Um, <laughs> Ryzen Patriot 76 gifted a cookie. This is what people need to understand. New merch. Oh, this is what people need. New merch idea. This is what people need to understand. That's right. Castle Drummer gifted a can. Thank you so much, Ryzen Patriot and Castle Drummer. All right, I'm going to do this for my Pilled family. I'm going to go in there real quick. I'm going to find my show. I got to be in there somewhere. There I am. Oh, we're under the hot topics, all right? And uh, we uh, are going to release the scratching. The scratching has been released. So they're talking on, on, they're talking on Pilled about turning on the stickers. How do and we I do think that? each 
I think each individual turns on their own stickers. Yeah, I have no idea how to. I don't have a button set that says turn on stickers. In the upper right, there's a pill. Okay. Yours is on because I checked and I okay. toggled it. Yeah. And so I don't know if you guys have more information on this, how this thing works. That's a great. Let us know. But yeah, Patriot Bird, if you want to send me a message. So Klaus great. Schwab was in Washington, D.C. Looked like he was meditating, summoning the devil. Are you serious? He was talking to somebody, but his eyes were closed. And then there's false Yikes. rumors that he had a heart attack and all this shit. It was funny, too, because someone posted, like, rumors are circulating that Klaus Schwab had his second heart attack. And then someone replied and said, I didn't know Klaus Schwab had a heart. Nah. <laughs> I was like, that's Truth a there. good one. <laughs> um, don't care about that news. Uh Florida has pulled a $2 billion investment from BlackRock. Oh, this is massive. Louisiana, Missouri, and a few others are to follow. Texas also on the race over their ESG social engineering project. I mean, you literally have state governments coming out and saying, this group is social engineering a country with their policies that are being implemented in U.S. organizations. Yeah. You know what what DeSantis is probably going to do next? What? He's going to probably say that any business organization that is implementing ESG or type of policies cannot do business in Florida. Oh, my gosh. That's what that needs to happen. That's what needs that. Exactly. States. Let's right. go, states. states. rights, baby. Wow. All right. Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury. Um, <laughs> this fucking bitch. <laughs> All right. She has insisted that inflation is the result from consumers buying too much. Oh, just, I don't know how. People are yeah. out there just spending way too much money, Vince. <laughs> they're just they're just Jeez. buying all types of different shit, and they just don't know what to do with it, and they just keep on buying it. Well, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Janet, um, by the way, this is my little guy. I've had this thing forever. He's been with me since the Navy. Nice. I don't know why. I just just been with me since the Navy. But Janet, I need I need to tell you something. People can't spend the money if you don't print it. If you continue to print it and it goes out in the circulation, they make more of it. They're just gonna spend it. Just just saying. And historically, we haven't seen where spending produces inflation, but instead where uh, government spending produces inflation. Government spending produces inflation. Yeah, that's what it is. This is about the most fucking epic video on Twitter that's gone around the last two days. We're going to play this for you. I got to change the volume over. Remind me, Vince, when we come back to change the volume back over. I love this video. Passer, là, 
I will tell you right now, if I ever encounter something like that in, in Minnesota, I'm doing exactly that. I'm going to be that guy that gets out there and just starts dragging people. Hold on, Vince. You're not back in yet. Say that again. There's another video of police moving these whiny protesters out of the road as well. Right, but this isn't police. This is people. I know. I love it. But then Fantastic. you get then you get the, the the two guys that went through the Apple Store. Yes. In San Francisco, and people were handing them the tablets. Nobody. You know what I would have like, been doing? Should, should we stop them? I would have pulled a gun on them if I had a concealed carry. If I didn't, the first thing I would have done is tackled them and knocked them the fuck out. Would have took an iPad and been like. Whack! Like, dude, these people have to learn no. They don't learn no if they can. You can just walk into a store, fill up a bag, and leave, and the cops ain't going to do anything. What's stopping people from doing it? Nothing. Stores are closing because of it. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we got another one. Let's listen to what Jim Brewer has to say here. This should be a good one. I haven't seen this one yet. Celebrities. Let me tell you something about some big, big sports stars. If you honestly knew what some of your favorite big superstars really did behind closed doors, if you knew what your favorite late night talk show host did behind closed doors, if you really knew what your favorite radio star, TV star, newscaster truly did behind closed doors, none of us are perfect. We all do weird things. We're all freaky and weird and crazy. But if you knew, you wouldn't follow half the people. You wouldn't listen. And I'll tell you what. I put doctors on that list. I put CEOs on that list. I put the everyday person on that list. The fact you gotta stop putting this much trust in local doctors too. I said some of the doctors are out of their minds. Out of their minds. Joe Rogan goes out and he says how he cured COVID and people lose their mind. You know why they lose a mind? Because they're getting paid for the agenda. If you cared about humanity, you would have listened to what Joe Rogan said and went, huh, we should look into that. We should look into how Joe Rogan cured COVID. But rather, people are wrapped up watching the news listening to their stars because that's the way you've been programmed your whole life we're still in the roman empire baby feed them and entertain them just enough and we shall control them through fear and they will do whatever we want we have a dictator situation spot on jim brewer spot frigging on
Yeah, talk about somebody who knows the inner workings of Hollywood and whatnot. He's been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Come came out. I don't know if I could say unscathed, but seemingly unscathed. I met him in Arizona. He's an awesome dude. He nonchalantly just walking through the crowd. I'm like, what's up, Jim? He's like, hey, how are you? I'm Josh. And he's like, hey, Josh. He's such a good guy. Yeah, he is. Some people. Some people are just amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> well, but that's the truth. Is that they're, they're supporting their agenda. Yeah. And I There's think some... that that agenda, that whatever that is, the crossroads, per se, I don't think we know the truth of that. I don't think it's what people think it is. Saying that reality is stranger than fiction? I think reality is stranger than fiction. And that 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 um, the mythology around what they believe it to be is nothing more than a story. Is nothing more than a propaganda campaign, a psychological warfare operation. That whatever it is, not what you think it's a trick i don't know if it's a trick i think whatever it is it's real i think it exists i think it's here but i just don't think it's from this planet my sense i mean think about this if you were an alien species okay yeah and and you have free will and you got your own little space cruiser you can go to the speed of light you can fucking right Anyway, sure. That's and you fly advanced. out to the yeah, you fly out to the edge of the galaxy, and you're just zooming around. You're like, hey, look at this little solar system. Let's zoom in there and see what's going on there, Jim. Right? So me and Jim just going yeah. orbit around a planet, and you see this young species. Yeah, it would be like kids in the forest looking at ant hills. Yeah. Let's go down <laughs> and fuck with them, Jim. Okay. Grab one of them, take their DNA, mix it all up, play with it. Oh, we just reduced their lifespan. <laughs> Oh, we cut off their genetic memory. <laughs> hey, Jim, I got to go. Do you want to stay here with these guys? Yeah, come back in like 200,000 years and pick me up. Okay, Jim, we'll see you then. Jim's sitting there going, Hmm, I wonder how I could rule over these people. They're always afraid when they see me because of my big horns. So let's create a story. I think that's what we're going to be talking about here. I don't know. Mm, interesting. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Conversation in the Fringe. Crossroads. Awesome. Vince is my guest. No, I don't know who my guest is yet. I'm happy to do it. Okay. Maybe we'll bring in a few people. We do can. a round table. We can do a round table. Yeah, we'll do it. But I got I to gotta head out to Denver right after, so... Okay. But we'll see what happens. All right. China deploys high-tech tools to crush protests. That's right. They're using uh, acoustic tools, microwave tools, um, fists and boots. These are the high-tech tools that they're using. (laughs) Oh, man. Nick Little. Shout out from Iowa. This is a quarantine camp. This is Jennifer Jen. Quarantine camp in Langzhou City, Gansu Province. And that is on fire. And that's what needs to happen, people. Listen, what's going on in China right now is atrocious human rights violations. And uh, the people need to rise up. This is China's opportunity to shine. And there you go. China signals, signals zero COVID relaxation after protests. 
They're not stopping. And they can't stop because they're a totalitarian regime. Right. And I think that the people are going to rise up. I think there's going to be hell to pay. Um, what else we got? Anti-woke school boards backed by DeSantis begin ousting leftist superintendents in Florida. We have a, had a wave of school districts in spite, uh, in spit in parents' face, Republican state, Randy Fine said, and now the people who did that are gone. Educators in Florida have already started to be ousted from their leadership positions thanks to newly anti-woke school boards elected with help by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. On August 25th, uh, in August, 25 of 30 school board candidates endorsed by DeSantis and the anti-critical race theory group 1776 Project Pact, based on their opposition of ideological indoctrination in the classroom, won elections flipping the school boards of Miami-Dade, Martin, Clay, Sarasota, Duval counties from Democrat to Republican control. Last month, six out of six additional candidates won runoff elections. Holy shit. You know, whether you love him or hate, hate him, he knows what he's doing in Florida. And he needs to stay in Florida. Because if he leaves, they'll corrupt it. It's an interesting perspective. Well, he, he, he needs to have all these other Republican governors come in and say, this is what you need to do and replicate it. Yeah, why, why yeah are, that's a great idea. Why are, This is what you need to do. This is what you look out for. Replicate it. Yeah, the states should be collaborating in that way. Yep, they should. All right, number of U.S. handgun owners carrying daily, daily nearly doubles. I'm carrying two now, are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I got, seriously. I tons of shit. <laughs> People, instead of carrying one, are carrying two. Um, I think that this is going to be this, good. Hold on. I don't know if that's great news or if it's bad news. I think it's a little bit of both. And this is uh, the Canadian gentleman here. I, I think I actually I met him. Let's listen to this. Uh, 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 I didn't call anyone names. Yeah, you did. Are you delusional? Here's something, I don't know, maybe this will work. How about you tell fucking Pfizer, fuck you, Pfizer, the deal's off, you're hurting my people. I know people personally that would maybe forgive you who hate you right now. Personally. But no, you just keep pushing it, don't you? You won't fucking admit that one single person has died from the vaccine, will ya? You won't even tell the truth. You're four Canadians. Uh, I love Canadians. No, you fucking don't. Tell the fucking truth. My boy is dead from your vaccine. Fuck you. So... This is interesting because this goes to the line of what I said is uh, what happens when the son, the daughter, the brother, the mother, the sister, the cousin, the aunt, the uncle, the grandparent of the wrong fucking person dies from this vaccine? You get a rage that you can't even imagine. Those who just wanted to be left alone. I'm telling that you. It's Look common. at his face, his teeth, his eyes. Nope. This man is not somebody you want to F with. Nope. Oh, my gosh. And I'm so sorry about his family. And I know a lot of you guys have gone through the ringer with this thing, too. And yep. But this is, I think, the start. You know, these people are seriously done. Dr. Man, uh, Mansonori Fukushima 
Billions of lives could be in danger due to the COVID vaccines, according to the Japanese professor. Uh, a press conference for the Bevered families held on 25th of November. <clears throat> Dr. Manasunori uh, Fukushima, professor emeritus at Kyoto University, warned about COVID injection harms. Given the wide range of adverse events, billions of lives could ultimately be in danger. You spend trillions of yen importing and inciting the population to have it. In professional magazines, the misunderstanding has come to light and now is understood how dangerous it actually is. Billions. Billions. Just think what happens when the fallout of that starts to occur. In three years, like like Seven Sons just said, in three years, if billions of people begin to die, think about how that's going to affect the social and cultural, infrastructure, political, world wars, world economies, that type of stuff. I don't need to watch that suddenly. I've, I, we've lived it, right? Um, Unvaccinated blood seems to be in massive demand, increasing around the world. Did you see that meme on Twitter of uh, what it's like five years from now of having unvaccinated sperm? It's one dude running oh. down the street being chased by a hundred women. No, but I believe it, man. Yeah, sperm, blood, yeah, yes. Yeah, a European doctor who was hauled off to a mental hospital by the Swiss government for warning the public against Wuhan coronavirus lockdowns and other tyrannical practices at the onset of the scandemic is speaking out about what he endured. Um, he was on with Taylor Hudak, but cardiologist Dr. Thomas Binder revealed how he was terrorized by 60 armed police officers, including 20 from the Canton Palazzi Aragos anti-terrorism unit known as Argus, after he published a blog post on April 9th, 2020, thoroughly analyzing the many unscientific measures that were first being imposed at the time. Binder's article quickly went viral, receiving 20,000 views almost immediately, which he took as a positive sign the public was receptive of the message. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it was also caught the attention of the chief of state police who accused Bender of being a threat to both himself and the Swiss government, and they locked him in a mental institution. This is the cop, one of the top cardiologists in Switzerland. All right, hackers leaking stolen Australian health records to the dark web on Thursday appeared to end their extortion attempt by dumping the final batch of data online declaring case closed. In November, the hackers demanded health insurance Medibank pay $9.7 million to keep the records off the internet or $1 for each of the company's infected customers. Medibank refused to pay at the urging of the federal government, which at the height of the crisis considered making it illegal for hacked companies to hand over ransoms. On Thursday morning, the hackers said they had posted the last of the data online delivery coinciding with the International Computer Security Day. Happy, happy Cybersecurity Day, they wrote. Added folder full, case closed. Now, I'm curious is why don't they go out there and steal all the COVID data? I mean, that, that would have been way better, right? Could just be dumb criminals. Yeah. So Elon Musk is saying that these brain implants are uh, within six months for human trials here. Now, someone commented and said, you know, it was Jordan Peterson said, you know, Elon, I really do yeah. hope you know what you're doing with these uh, neuro with Neuralink. And Elon came back and he says, Neuralink is not artificial intelligence. Be understand the difference that we're not putting an artificial intelligence chip inside you or anything of that nature that these chips aren't meant to run with any type of like computer system in the backdrop but simply work through you so i mean i think elon okay. is is smart enough to understand that i don't know 
Just my thought. And here's the monkey with Neuralink. And the monkey's just using his brain to do this. Yeah, he's using his brain to type and ask mm -hmm. for snacks. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yep, engineered. Uh, so this is uh, natural news, of course, but uh, manufacturing consent. How engineered famine will have the masses begging for FEMA camps. This is absolutely right. Uh, this is accomplished using the following eight-step playbook. Engineer the problem, create the crisis, blame it on someone else, either Russia's fault, cyber attack, or Trump's fault. Push outages uh, through the media using psy uh, psyop tactics to whip up anger at the party being blamed. Cause fear among the population through making it hurt the real world losses, food, money, security. Be the savior by offering free food, free money if they join the digital wallet. Free vax, jabs, and intervention. Silence anyone who knows the playbook by claiming they are opposed to solutions and working for the enemy. Exterminate the masses via an mRNA bioweapons, forced starvations, pandemic concentration camps, and other means. High five Klaus Schwab uh, for a mission well done, China style. Yep, it, absolutely <laughs> right. Good job, Mike Adams. All right. Um, we talked about that one yesterday. We got... <laughs> Um, Lucas made the meme. Oh, did he? <laughs> we'll look at it later. Okay. <laughs> um, China and Russia are collaborating together in military operations. Chinese Russian long range boppers make reciprocal base visits. In training mission, Russia delays nuclear arms talk with the United States due to tensions over Ukraine, differences in approach. Um, satellite images suggest Russia is planning imminent large-scale missile strike on Ukraine, military analyst says. Uh, I agree and concur with this. This was the backdrop uh, out of um, um, Kershen and towards uh, uh, Crimea. This is the reason they did that. They were giving the Ukrainians false hope. They've hit multiple other targets since that point, and they're going to be heading in there um, to basically take out the rest of the targets. And I think that Ukraine is going to be completely black by the middle of winter, which is going to be the war of attrition, and that's not going to be good for Ukraine. Yeah. There's a lot going on in there right now. Did yep. you see the... Uh... They're saying that they might get bombarded again right before winter and then be there before next year. Exactly. Gump, one more time, another dollar on Rumble. Gump again, buy Josh more wine donations. I love Gump. Thank you so much, Gump. RPG 3573 donated two lemons. Thank you so much, Gump and RPG. Shannon 1313 donated 10 lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon 1313. Hevsky. Hey, welcome back, Hevsky. $17 on Rumble. Personal discernment is a learning process. Shared discernment is a power and can change the world. Thank you so much, Hevsky. Absolutely right. Me, Brenda, donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Pammy Pam Pam donated one Ninja Guinea. Thanks for the wake up call. The truth two and a half years ago. Thank you so much, Pammy Pam Pam. And Patriotic Pisces uh, donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Patriotic Pisces and all of you guys. Um, you, fuck <laughs> you guys are horrible. Thank you. Guys. I'll, I'll show everybody out there. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to see it. This is the meme we got here. <laughs> That's me with my cat. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> live Mr. Crawley. I got Ozzy's hair. 
Mr. Crowley. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. All oh, right. Man. Guys, that's all we have for you tonight with the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. We'll be back tomorrow in the morning with Morning Coffee, the Dark Delight Show as well. We'll be going live with the Dark Delight Show again, streaming starting next week once my studio is fully in order. Um, and then tomorrow night, Conversations on the Fringe. Probably only be an hour episode. We might go a little over. But we're going to be talking probably about the crossroads the horned beast and all that stuff. We're going to kind of delve into that little topic. If anybody wants to join us or thinks they're an expert on that topic, um, especially the crosswords version, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I meet you here at the crosswords. Going to take my loving on down the road, right? Okay. Like uh, the crosswords songs and music and music industry and Hollywood crosswords. Anyways, anybody who wants to join in on that, you think you might be able to let me know and uh, we can talk about it. Other than that, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. Hope you guys all have a great night. Thank you for all the donations. Don't forget to visit us at redpills.tv. Subscribe where you're at. Take care. Good night.